0: To another episode of The Music Guys. It's me, Al, hosting you through another podcast. Uh, This is a podcast about a couple guys making a living in the music industry here in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. My name's Al Rowe. I'm a record producer, singer, songwriter, guitarist, um, some other things as well. Coming at you from the Danforth east in the city of Toronto, Ontario, the great nation of Canada. My co-host, guitarist and producer, educator, handsome fella, recent traveler to the Cayman Islands. Yes sir. Mr. Michael
1: Hebs. How are you, my friend? I'm good. We're we're back. We're back again after a hiatus. That's how I'm saying that words. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. We never left. We never left. As far as the listeners are concerned, this is just another episode a year right. later. Um, we finally got our shit together. Uh, I moved to a new place. Al is in the same place. But I feel like you had Charles before we stopped doing things, right? That's pretty much what caused us to stop doing things. I mean, me too, though. But i, I moved <laughs> to a new house. This microphone hasn't been out of the case since. Um, yeah. We're both just living. Live. But hey,
0: we're back. You know, I'm a dad. I got a 9-month-old. I got a beautiful wife. I've got a dog. I got a family. You my have a family.
1: Is, you have the family.
0: This is, uh, this is this is amazing. It's an amazing time to be alive and um Yeah, you know, I'm I'm quite uh, quite happy with my situation. i got married you a did. couple yes, months ago. Yes, that is new.
1: That is new. Your wedding was lovely. Uh, the ceremony was in a forest. Uh, mm-hmm. Check out his Instagram, our Music. Uh, At Alro Music, you'd like to, to uh, see some yeah. of that. Get some ideas for your wedding. You know, maybe just steal the idea for their wedding. That'd be nice. Take it, take you it. Know. The, you guys it's don't public need public No, we um, did it. So uh, it'll you, always be our thing. You know what? What are we here to talk about today, Al? I don't think you know. I, I wrote it's a little good speech. To be, yeah, it's going to be back. I, I think you're going to be taking us through this this episode here. I see, I see the word cream oh, we're in creaming. your show notes a lot. Yeah, we're creaming yeah. a lot. It's, it's an episode <laughs> about cream. Uh, we're all going to be creaming together, talking about cream, uh, some sort of sexual innuendo. Uh, hmm. So pretty much uh, the idea is, does the cream rise to the top? You've heard that expression before, right? Cream rise to the top? Sure have, yeah. I, I feel like some people think, you know, the the pull yourself up by your bootstraps, people. It's like, you just t- work hard and you get mm-hmm. what you deserve. And, right. uh, I was thinking about that. You know, I, I was thinking about that. Cause obviously I actually don't believe it's nearly as simple as that. Um, but, uh, in terms of music, what are my experiences with that? So I, I wrote some thoughts down. Only problem is I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. You know, I'm not referencing any fucking books or hard evidence, just yeah. observations
0: it's just a topic of conversation. We're just we're
1: just we're just talking. Two guys creaming, yeah. Um, <laughs> you can see that online for free, um, but now you can hear it online for free as yeah. well. Right? Um, okay. So yeah, the idea is. Uh, I was thinking. Okay, you know, if Saverin says I'm the best player in the world, am I going to be the most successful player in the world? And obviously, the answer is probably no. Um, but, uh, just looking at it more specifically and for me, I had to break down, you know, what is, who is the best or what it is to be the best or what it is to be better than someone. Um, and so I immediately went to an obvious example and I'm not going to compare myself to him because, uh, you'll see why. Uh, but so I said, are you Al Rowe better than my teacher, Justin Abedin? You're
0: not going to compare yourself, but you'll compare me. Of course, of course. Well, because,
1: you know, I'm going to do some some shifty wordsmithing and uh, all that stuff to maybe blur the lines a bit. And then that makes it seem like I'm comparing. It's just egotistical. Okay. Um, So you're asking if I'm better at guitar. Are you just better? Are you just a better musician? Are you more cream than Justin Abbot? How much cream are you,
0: (laughs) Al? Oh, God. Um, Justin, uh, you know, friend of the show. Friend of the show, Justin. We awesome, him up. amazing musician. I've taken a handful of lessons with Justin. He's uh, unbelievable. Am I better than Justin at at music? Okay, at guitar, certainly not. Sure, certainly not. Um, at music, almost certainly not. Um, yeah. As a byproduct of that. Um,
1: so that, those are my answers. Sure, yeah. And that was my thing that I was thinking. I was like, what's an example where, because if we did the same thing with me, my answer would be the same thing. You know what I mean? Me versus Justin, just everyone I know is going to lose. But, uh-huh. so yeah, it seems impossible to say, ooh, I got a timer on. That wasn't intentional. Go away, timer.
0: So like in the, in the guitar arena, yes. Justin would be the gladiator that emerges victorious 100%. every time.
1: Yeah. So like, the reason why we come to this is uh, Justin is older and more experienced than you and me. Uh, he's been working at the highest levels in the music industry for 30 some or so years. Uh, he's played on more records and in more bands, and he's probably made, well, he's definitely made a way better living so far than, than anyone I know. Uh, and he's a fucking wizard. So uh, some other things, he plays dobro, mandolin, lap steel, bass. Uh, He's definitely better than both of us on guitar and most anybody I know. Um, But my thing is that I'm saying, does he mix records and does he sing? Um, And those are two things you do, right? You mix and produce. I know he produces. I I Uh, do those things. I don't know if Justin does those things or not. That's what
0: I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. He probably does and he's probably kick-ass both of them. But let's pretend
1: that he doesn't. (laughs) um, Okay. Because if he's the best or better – He's more yeah. cream than you does yeah. he need to be better than you at everything um you know what I mean like it's hard to hard to say right because just just to say someone is better or more cream mm-hmm. then they they should be you know it should be obvious um, and the point that I'm getting at is that it's like really I, I set a big word elusive what the best is um so right. you know how do you
0: define best yeah, yeah that's there's exactly. too many there's too many, uh, yeah, criteria to to go through there.
1: So yeah. I labeled this section, part one. What is cream? Uh, okay. <laughs> all of my labels are something to do with cream. <laughs> <laughs> I really went. I went for it. Yeah. Um, but so, like, say, for instance, the best or better, you know, musician or guitarist or yada yada, just better person who does music. Uh, is different depending on what you're doing. Like, if you, are you a reggae guitarist, or are you like a jazz or metal guitarist? Like, you know, the best reggae guitarist could join like a garage metal band, and they'd be like, "This fucking jump," you know what I mean? Yes, because um, they wouldn't get it. So, yeah, that's the first point. Is very elusive. Back to that big word, what is best or better? And the best answer I've been able to come to is either there's no such thing as being better, or you have to, in that case, frame it within a situation Mm. so uh this was this was my situation in which you would be better than justin avidin um it's very specific and mine would need to be just as specific band needs a young guy who sings plays guitar and likes to wear v-neck shirts uh, (laughs) and has an intimate knowledge of uh pop punk music Uh, There you go. I thought you were going to go with Rob Thomas. I was going to go with Rob Thomas, but I couldn't think of his last name. Um, I I just put something vague when I wrote it down. Vague? Vague? That's a strange word to say for me. Vague. Um, But uh, you would be the better choice than Justin uh, in this case because you meet all of those sort of like basic requirements and all these extra skills that Justin has would be irrelevant. Like the fact that he plays Dobro... I don't know if Rob Thomas has any dobro in his music. Mm. Does he?
0: I see what you're. I see what you're driving at. I. St- I'm still not sure that this would be true. <laughs> sure, sure. And but I. But I see what you're. I see what you're driving at. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like so he's co-
1: such an extreme example, right?
0: Yeah. But what you're saying is that best. It, it doesn't matter without context.
1: There you go. It's all about context. Yeah.
0: Who is the best person for the job at hand?
1: Yes. So that is mm-hmm. like the initial problem that I cannot solve. Okay. Um, and that sort of leads us to okay, let's pretend that we have two guitarists, One is clearly better than the other. But it's not like crazy ridiculous. not like Justin to me or you. Um, uh-huh. The next thing is sort of my proof that the cream does not always rise. Okay. Um, and this isn't for like reasons that I'm going to go on to later. This is but just. But
0: rising like, always leads to cream.
1: There you go. Well, actually, yeah. rising does lead to cream, and that we do talk about that. I think we talked about <laughs> that uh in part 3. Part okay. 3 is some people don't get a chance to cream. And it's true. And it's a fucking tragedy. Okay. Uh you and I have gotten chances to cream. Maybe not as much as other people, but anyway, so uh yeah, part 2, proof that the cream doesn't always rise. Um, So if you have, as I said, two objectively, the one guy's better, is that guy going to win? So I always go back to when I'm thinking of like who's the most successful, I always go back to guitar players because that's what I know uh, most intimately. Have you ever heard of Danny Gatton? I haven't. Really? No. I was was expecting you to say I have, but I've never heard his playing. So Danny Gatton (laughs) uh, is a fucking, like, the wizard of wizards. I actually don't know what era he was around in. I think it was the seventies and eighties, maybe the eighties. Well, I mean, he was alive for a bunch of time until uh, he wasn't. Um, But uh, so, people who said that he was like a massive influence on them uh, was Vince Gill, Slash, Steve Vai, and Joe Bonamassa, who are all like, you know, kind of looks
0: like he kind of looks like Vince Gill.
1: Yes, yes, yeah. Um, Vice versa, he is like like the country player. You know what I mean? Um okay. like you people like him did not exist. It's almost like Jimi Hendrix but country music, but okay. nobody gave a fuck about this guy in the long haul. Um and I'm sure that there's someone like that with rock music as well. I'm sure, Jimi mm-hmm. Hendrix wasn't the only one that was like, the shit, you know? Just that cream didn't rise. Um I see. so he's an example of that. Like so in his case uh everybody really respects him you'll look him up like one of his nicknames is the humbler because he could just do everything better than everybody else um and the only thing that he really did of note he had like some hot licks videos but uh he toured with roger miller you know roger miller
0: sounds probably familiar
1: you know that song king of the road oh yeah 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 he toured with that guy a little bit great song other than that He like just kind of played at bars, played gigs here and there, played with a guy named Bud Evans, which is like a big uh, lap steel player. But it wasn't that one's like a touring gig. It's just that guy is a well-respected lap steel player. Right. Um, But yeah, I think your answer is the same as a lot of people. It's like they don't know who he is, Uh, although you could make an argument he would be in like top five best country guitarists of that era. Um, okay. and if, if you were to listen to maybe some people back to back, uh, now I'm, I don't necessarily believe that's hundred percent true. Cause it's like wider than that, but he's very, very, very good. Uh, and so have you ever heard of Ted, Ted green? I don't think so. Okay. So these are two people that everyone needs to listen to after this, just to see how ridiculous is Danny I Gatton it. is more obvious. Danny Gatton okay. is like a country shredder, but he actually can fucking do some things. Um, you know, he can do some, some, Some uh, things that maybe people could attach themselves to. Ted Green, same thing, jazz fucking wizard. Um, He kind of was like, uh, you know, doing chord melodies, but he he was able to improvise them. And everybody who was in jazz guitar at that time, he was like a a guitarist's guitarist. But nobody fucking knows who he is now. You know, 50 years later, everyone's going to forget who he is forever. Um, Mm -hmm. And I'm sure there's players in our scene. I'm thinking of one or two in particular. You and
0: me, for sure. (laughs) Just
1: un- unrecognized genius. Yeah. You know, we're the kind of cream that sits at the bottom. Um, and that's, that's how oh, I like it. It's called heavy cream. We're, we're the heavy cream. <laughs> um, so the idea that I'm bringing up here is that cream doesn't always rise because of a, von- a bunch of reasons um Mm -hmm. so say for instance in the case of danny gatton he was offered gigs like big gigs that would have required him to move away from close to his hometown and he never did that he never took them um so he never really wanted to leave i think he was somewhere in washington with his hometown it was like it wasn't close to nashville or anything he never moved to nashville never moved to new york never moved to la that Mm -hmm. sort of thing he thought he could sort of make it there um i also don't know i haven't heard like his session playing right so I know he's a very impressive player and also, like, tasteful for the things he's doing. But I don't know if specifically he could do something like what you do, you know? I'm going to produce the song and, like, serve the song completely, you know? Um, right.
0: I'm just going to just chop eight notes on an acoustic guitar and... Uh...
1: But, you know, certain <laughs> people would be like, I'm going to do something, you know, like, I'm better than that. And it's like, no, that's what the song needs you know? Right, right. GC and D, like that's what the song needs. Uh, right. People can't take their ego out of it. Right. So I don't know if that was the case with him. I also don't know about his personality. Uh, Mm -hmm. people online said he was, you know, a nice guy, but maybe he was, you know, maybe there were other factors, uh, which we'll, we'll talk about in a little bit, but, um, maybe he didn't want like to, you know, cream at the top. Totally. Yeah. So that's that's one of the things that uh I was just pointing out is that people who rise to the top doesn't it, it doesn't always have well it it isn't always about their playing ability. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, I mean I, I think it it raised an interesting question of like what
0: is success or how do you define success? Yes. What is the top? And yes. the top for some people might be Well, I'd like to raise a family and and have a good family life, and touring the world doesn't really uh, necessarily uh, work with that very well for me. So I'm not going to do that. I'm going to continue to play music, but I'm going to, you know, you're just um, further along than I am. I'm not even speaking. I'm not necessarily. I mean, I am speaking on my own behalf, but like I'm saying, like that's probably experience that a lot of people have. Yeah, and they look at you know, flying around the world and not getting any sleep. And eating like shit, and potentially getting into drugs, and saying, you know, this isn't this isn't what I want, right? Yeah. Um, so, uh, and not not to generalize and say that that's how it always is for for every tour or whatever. Yeah. But there's diff- there's so many different factors, right? So it's just like just because somebody uh, is isn't, um, yeah, isn't pursuing that type of career doesn't mean they couldn't necessarily as yes. much as You know, it's just not what they what they want for their life. I think that's like an important thing to figure out about you you know yourself and your own career as you're uh, as you're moving through it.
1: So Um, that's an important factor
0: too, right? I yeah, like I when I watched the like John Mayer Berkeley Clinic from way way long ago on YouTube or whatever, he was saying how he knew people in the pop world that had not defined success for themselves and so they would have like you know a number one or like a mil- a million seller or like a you know uh, a song that did really well or whatever and they they would not be happy with that because they sure. hadn't decided like what what is what is success they haven't they hadn't defined that yep uh, and therefore they were never um, or maybe it wasn't they hadn't defined it, but they hadn't defined what it was for them you know, more specifically. Yeah. So, you know, they've got a number one, but they're miserable. It's like, is that, you know, who wants that, you know?
1: Exactly. Um, you see that in so, movies all the time. That's like Yeah, scene.
0: and I mean, it's, it's it's a pretty, like, it's a little bit of a stereotype. It's like, oh, this person's super fi- rich and famous, but they're really miserable. And sometimes, you know, it's just kind of eye rolls. Like, yeah, right, you know. But, um, but there's something to that, right? Because you have to define what, Uh, Success looks like for you, for your personality, for your values. And I think in a society that pretty much only values money, uh, at least outwardly, um, it can be really difficult to have a set of values or discover a set of values that you hold um, that are maybe not fully congruent with that and to pursue those and to realize, oh, like if I actually work a little bit less... Uh, i'm gonna be happier you that's know? the idea so i'm just kind of I'm, I'm tangent no. tangenting on here but like i think you know it's it's just as you're saying it's not as cut and dry as like well this player is better than this player therefore they should be more successful
1: yes uh you know I, it's, it's not really about that that's the thing yeah. the points that i've come to so far are mm-hmm. it's really hard to nail down who is better than another right it's almost impossible Right, mm-hmm. and I'll, I'll mention something later because I have a, a unique perspective with the whole Justin like versus you. Particularly, we'll talk about that in a second. But my third <laughs> point:
0: this, this heated rivalry between Justin and I. Yes, storied. Yes. You guys are yeah, really—he's
1: really shook and worried about you and me. <laughs> you know, um, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure, okay. everybody feels like that. You know, when I walk into a room, that Michael yeah. Hebb's guy. Yeah. He's gonna, you know, take all my work. Yeah. But um the the point that I was sort of saying as well is, you know, as you know, playing ability isn't everything. You know, how you dress, how reliable you are, how fun you are to have around, uh do you make the sa- the band sound better, or is it just about you? Uh and some unfortunate things that uh that have nothing to do with anything important, but unfortunately what gender you are and how you know quote-unquote attractive you are are factors that play into your success mm. uh, so say for instance uh this is my my next thing some people don't get a chance to cream um, which is a very silly title for like the most serious part of this um now don't get too fuzzy i'm not gonna get like super woke here or anything but like just in my experience michael hebbs is a straight white dude from a middle-class family who was born in Toronto, which is all, you know, accurate as far as I know. Um, so for me to try to be a side musician is going to be a lot easier than a good chunk of people. Uh, I'm a male. And as far as side musicians go, I don't know more than three people who aren't males. Yeah. Um, at least in the country scene, but even in the other scenes that I played in. Um, so there's, something going on there. And I think we have ideas as to what that is, you know, uh, systemic things and, and all that stuff. But, uh, another thing as well is in my entire life, the only job I've worked other than a paper route is teaching guitar. And I started doing that when I was 15, uh, being, you know, born into the middle class, my parents, uh, allowed me to, and could afford for me to stay at their place after I decided to drop out of school to pursue, you know, music more intensely than music school was allowing me to do, uh, and also I live really close to Toronto for mm-hmm. my entire life, uh, and that's Toronto. That's you know one of Canada's busier music scenes, if not the busiest. Um, so I I'm sure that there's some similar things for you there. Like obviously there are advantages that I didn't have, but it's not a pretty. That's a pretty good you know deck of cards. Totally man yeah there's a huge
0: privilege element there that uh, we always have to sort of be aware of and respect um, mm-hmm. that like hey you know it's and, and it's not uh, it's not easy for anybody but it's also harder for a lot of people yeah almost uh, impossible for some people yeah and yeah. almost impossible for for others so to uh, yeah to, to be aware of that mm-hmm. and, and totally be reflective about that. Is, uh, is a good thing.
1: Well, so the thing that I was thinking of is what are the situations that someone who isn't me could have faced that would prevent them from becoming the cream, uh, you know, more so than I have. I'm heavy cream. They're just, you know, not cream, maybe. <laughs> they haven't had a chance. So right. I didn't have to work at like McDonald's uh, yeah. or sell stuff at Long McQuade. you know, to mm-hmm. make minimum wage so I could pay rent. Uh, so I had more free time to play guitar because i live in a busy city and have other advantages above you know uh sorry have those other advantages i discussed before i had access to more work and by playing more gigs i was shown what skills i needed to focus on to succeed more right Mm -hmm. um so even if i was you know a really good guitarist when i was 17 um and uh, i didn't get those opportunities by the time i'm sort of 28 i think uh I wouldn't be as good as someone who was afforded those opportunities Uh, just because I'd be working, you know, maybe a shit job uh, practicing in between shifts, you know, that Mm -hmm. sort of thing. So uh, Mm -hmm. that, that essentially is my idea that some people don't get a chance to become, you know, successful uh, because the circumstances don't align for them. Um, Absolutely. So, you know, to say, does the cream rise to the top? It's like, (sighs) it's, It's hard to say Uh, my conclusion that I came to and I worded it very specifically. If we define the cream as those who are best suited playing wise to the job that they are in, who have limited undesirable, like quote unquote qualities, such as showing up late or not being fun to be around, which is actually those are undesirable qualities, no quotes required. Uh, And then who also have limited circumstances or systemic roadblocks in their way. Uh, that cream will probably rise um that 's what i 've determined mm. so sometimes it does sometimes it doesn 't I feel like if if the if you got if things you know are aligned for you you 've got a shot and it and uh but doesn 't necessarily mean even if you 're better than someone you know even if we could take the the situation where you know us versus justin um I don't know if it would be blatantly obvious. So this is one thing, this is wasn't in my essay, but just one thing I thought about, um, how difficult it is to determine who is better. And uh, I've heard, you know, people compare people within our scene all the time. You know what I mean? Do you, you ever get that? Uh, I guess so, yeah. Yeah, people being like, oh, this guy, you know. Or at least this guy's not good. Uh, uh when I'm like, huh? I don't know. I don't know, man. It's pretty good. You ever get that when somebody in- inaccurately sort of describes Like somebody, somebody. gives you an impression of, of someone, someone's yeah.
0: playing and, yeah. and you're you're kinda like, yeah, I don't I don't really agree. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Um, I mean I think there's lots of things that color that too, right? Like because music is such a subjective thing, you know? It's like we're not accountants, you know. It's no. like, well, this person doesn't do math so well, so they're not as good. Of, yeah, so like you it's can't like, market. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's. I think there's some definitely some coloration that happens where it's like, you know, they they had a bad experience with this person, or heard a rumor about them, or was rubbed the wrong way, or yeah. whatever, or heard them on a gig like ten years ago and they weren't weren't great, and now they're like, yeah, that guy sucks, and yeah. it's like. Oh, that person actually like is really awesome now. Um, I mean, there's so many different things that can sort of color that. Um, and for sure theres there's a few people I can think of the top my head where I'm like, yo that the person they, they play pretty good. I've even played with them. Like, yep. they sound good, you know. Um,
1: so yeah, for sure. they're like yeah. the nickelback of side musicians. <laughs> Back to another one of our episodes. <laughs> that's true though. I mean, yeah. people say Nickelback sucks and I'm sure there are more successful, more well-liked bands that play worse than them. Um Yes. I agree.
0: Um I had to, but, go, I had to go through the I had to go through the hoops <laughs> of that Double Negative there. Um <laughs> I'm a yeah, big fan of Double Negative. Let me yeah, let me ask you this. So you are th- this sort of topic is making me want to know like what is your version of success for yourself, or have you th- have you given that a lot of thought? I have. Like what lately?
1: Yeah. Um, so I I don't know if I've come to what I want, but I definitely do not want to be. I don't think I do. At least I've never done it, like on a worldwide tour, like two hundred and thirty y- days a year. mm Hmm. I don't think i want to do that to be honest right now yes but in five years no five mm. years ago fuck yeah that would have been perfect right but i think my goals are elsewhere right now you know mm-hmm. um i would like to tour but i don't want to be you know away from family and friends you know more than two-thirds of the year right i think that's a not a good time for me but uh that's the thing. I I haven't actually even when I was younger, I didn't really think about that. You know, what mm-hmm. what uh what is my version of success? It was just like be good at guitar. I think that that's one. Be good at yeah. guitar. Be right. make good music. I'm trying to do this production thing, be able to do that. Yeah, yeah it's living. just
0: it's it's hard to to co- get down to to brass tacks as it were and like figure out what what does success mean to you? Because as you've already pointed out, it's like, what is good at guitar? What does that even mean? Yes, you know, and it's tough, right? It's and I'm not saying I got any better answers than you, but it's it's nice to reflect sometimes and think about that rather than I think we're just all chasing this ghost of like whatever music success is. Is it is it Becoming a rock star, is it becoming famous, is it just t- chasing the drug of like making music? The experience that that gives you, that that's but that spe- you know that special feeling you get from from playing live, maybe, or from writing a song or being in the studio, is it just enough to sort of chain those experiences together to make yeah. you feel fulfilled? Like I don't know, I, I don't know the answers to that, but it's like I think it's really easy to um, get caught up in the day to day and the pursuit of whatever this thing is without even knowing what you're pursuing. And all of a sudden, um, finding yourself, you know, stressed out and unhappy, uh, and, and burnt out, Yeah, which is another thing that we've talked about trying to avoid. So, um, yeah, I, I, I you know, I've been trying to take stock of that for myself and I, you know, I don't have a, a, a cut and dry answer, but you know, now that I'm a, now that I'm a father, it, being home matters to me. I value 100%. it. Uh, whereas, you know, when I was a single dude, being home was a negative thing. If I was home, it meant I wasn't, like,
1: doing something. Being Doritos to, and playing magic for, it, online?
0: It, yeah, exactly. I mean... That's pretty that meaningful. Said, sounds pretty good to me, too, actually. Um, but um, One day you'll do but, that with Charles. Yeah, but huh. you know what I mean? It's like being... being a, if, you were, if you were at home in your early 20s, it's like, oh, what are you doing? Um, you know, but now it's like yeah I, I can be there for my for my son so um when your priorities take a shift like that, all of a sudden I start thinking about what gigs do I want to do and what gigs do I not want to do and yep. uh, and you know how am I gonna transition into still making a living but you know maybe not being away as much maybe not being out as late you know when you're yep. up at five or six in the morning every day with your kid it's like you don't you, you don't have the same appetite to stay out till two. Playing, playing at a bar or whatever.
1: That so, makes so much um, sense.
0: So it's it's and then it's like being content with, um, uh, that's the wrong word. Is appreciating what you have. Yeah. And and realizing that you know, like like we sort of said earlier, there's a big privilege element there, and you got to reflect on that. You gotta you gotta appreciate what you got. Where you you know. Um, and, and what you've you know been been able to to accomplish this far, and then it's like, yeah, where where do we want to go from here, and, yep. and where do we sort of see ourselves? You know, doesn't always have to be a cut and dried thing, but it's something to sort of take stock of, take stock of values, um, and, and make sure that the decisions that I make—I keep saying you, but I mean to say I—the decisions that I'm making are in alignment with those. Sort of core uh, life values, which yeah. for me are um, family, um, health, and well-being, and mental health and well-being for myself and my family, and uh, you know, making making music that I'm engaged with and excited about. Yes, and doing work that I'm engaged with and excited about. I mean, I think those are and four big balance. ones at least, off the top of my head.
1: You know, yeah, balance and, and balance all those. Yeah,
0: yeah, and. Uh, um. Yeah. So I mean, just just some. We're just talking, you know. Just it's just it, it is interesting, and
1: I I wonder why I think thought of this cream thing, you know, uh, why, why I thought of I just <laughs> I I think what are, you, what
0: are you thinking about cream all the time?
1: You know, it's more a matter of like just trying to make sense or maybe take it easier on myself that you know I'm not fucking making you know 500 a year or something like that. Situations yeah. are different. We're all fucking working hard. Um, obviously, in ways we can be working, you know, maybe smarter or, you know, getting after things that are better for us as human beings. Like maybe there's uh, things that I'm avoiding that if I pursued those things it would, you know, be good for me. But, yeah, I just I thought it was interesting when this idea that this guitarist is better, therefore they mm-hmm. are going to succeed – uh, and I'm like, well, what does it mean to be better? Uh, and, uh, you know, does that actually apply? Because I know tons of guitarists that maybe don't seem better, that are doing better than others who I perceive is better. It's right. hard to nail down who's actually better, though. Like, I didn't like the Beatles until I was, like, 25. You know what I mean? Right. So, but like, you
0: might look at somebody like that, and you might say, like, oh, man, like, what the hell?
1: Like, why is this person yeah. doing
0: so well? They're not even that good.
1: You know? I, I can do that. Sing all fucking yeah. nasally and British. So fucking, <laughs> it was hacks, fucking yeah. losers.
0: Yeah. Can play the bass guitar. They're, just because there were no bands that you know back then. That's why they did so well, right?
1: That's exactly. Um, right. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, but if you look at another player and you and you have a thought like that, it's like, oh, well, this person isn't that good, and like they shouldn't have that gig or they shouldn't be doing so well. It's like. You know, it's natural have thoughts like that. But yeah, I mean, you can think about some of the stuff that you pointed out um, uh, in this, you know, in this beautiful document that you've written. It's like... The Cream? It could What's be the title stuff of like, this document? Uh, it's got to be something with the
1: cream, right? That's what I mean. I mean
0: we yeah. got to figure it out. Um, but, you know, stuff like being uh, being easy to work with, showing yep. up on time, um, you know, some of the fundamental stuff that's not even necessarily... Strictly related to music, um, unfortunately, it could also be a privileged thing, yep. which uh that sucks, and um you know that's also something that that's that's rampant but uh yeah, I mean I think you know there's there's certain other factors to look at
1: that uh, um, that you've pointed out here, so yeah, it's just a matter yeah, of, man. for me, I'm like always trying to map like how am I gonna get where I'm going and maybe making sense of how other people are where they are. Will help mm-hmm. me, you know? Totally, yeah. Strange, yeah. yeah.
0: But I mean, I was, at the risk of repeating myself, it's like you see somebody with this gig, and you're like, "Oh, how did this guy get this gig? Is he's not yeah. even that good?" It's like, do you even want that gig? Yeah. Like, do you even like that music? Do you even like? Do you want to tour that heavy? Do you want to sleep in a van? Like, do you want to, or whatever the the case may be? Right. It's easy to just in your own mind um, compare yourself to somebody else and get become jealous or become sort of upset about certain things. And then, you know, if you really think about it, like, is that really, <laughs> is it, does it even matter? Like, probably not.
1: Yeah. I just want to be, uh, I don't even know what I want to be. I want to be that that guy from UBK. Just yeah, makes boxes that cost a bunch of money and are sick. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it. We already have yeah. a podcast. Uh, watch step one Greg Greg's his name Greg I'm coming for you Greg I'm taking yeah. your job
0: s- step one s- step one is definitely start a podcast 100%. and then step two is definitely become a, an electrical engineer
1: and, uh, and learn about audio and how to build well, stuff that's... I got one of those <laughs> but uh, um, you know that, that that's all I have to say about the cream right yeah. on the top and hopefully we can all cream together after you know Taking in the wisdom of this podcast. Right. Um, you know Well, I th-
0: it, if this podcast made you cream, I want you to write in to uh, musicguypodcast at gmail.com. Let us know what you thought. Uh, have you experienced anything like this? Uh, any thoughts like this? Like, oh, this person's better or worse, and therefore they should do better, better or worse. Do you feel like that's true? Do you feel like um, it's not true? What is success? What's success for you? Um, how do you define that? We'd love to hear from you. Any questions you might have? Any show topic ideas oh, you might have? We need have. them at you this point. Hit those. Uh, questions about anything and everything uh, music-related. and uh, You can support the show by telling your friends about it or going to our Patreon. I think it's patreon.com slash music podcast, but I don't actually know. We haven't
1: done this in a while, so
0: um, it's all good and uh, you could support us there uh, but honestly just you know sharing the show and, and letting people know about it and writing in with questions comments other things like that feedback love it um, is there anything else to say
1: I think we covered it I just burped into the mic okay. and we're not going to edit that out no god no it
0: alright well thanks everybody so much for listening and uh, we'll talk to you on the next one bye for now